What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. Oh. <laughs> Period. Man, we just unpacking that. Now the frigolous we finna change the name of our podcast to you haul because we are unpacking boots okay let me tell you something you haul you all you bet not fall okay raps to the od podcast you did what i'm saying <laughs> yeah that way you know vibes you know what's going on you know what it is oh, oh. all right y'all so we are recording two episodes this week so if what we saying is outdated our opinions might change next week we don't know it don't matter but this is what's going on right now here today sometimes i listen to the show and I listen to something I said, and my mind be on change seventy two hours later. <laughs> I changed my mind in hours, like two hours. My my, my mind changed as the ro- the words roll off my tongue. <laughs> oh, I know. Trust me. Okay, all right, okay. You're bullying. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get right into the episode. Um, uh, you got a black business of the week. <laughs> One of my good friends, Flockaland on Instagram, has a brand called Stay Positive, which is um she sells merch like. Hats, um, different styles of hats, hoodies, t-shirts, um, bags. Like she has a whole bunch of stuff, but she basically um the message behind it, of course, is to just stay positive through any type of situation, especially during this time right now. Um, and she just extended her line and she made some hoodies with um some really good affirmations on it. So I decided to support, of course, my friend. Um, but you should check her out. You can go to her personal page, which is Flockaland, or her business page is, I think, Stay Positive Inc. She has some really good, cool merch. She has a lot of um, really big people that endorse her brand. Like, she definitely worked hard in getting her pieces to people who, I guess, are famous. I guess I can say that. But yeah. <laughs> okay, so I will put the episode, I mean, I will, <laughs> I'll put her Instagram and um, website in the episode notes per use. You know the vibe. All right, so let's get into shop talk. All right, so what's gonna be relevant this time next week? <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Schmurter is out of jail. Oh Jesus! By this time next week, he's gonna have four new baby mamas. Cause at this point, <laughs> okay, like he's out of jail that he already has on Telfar. Um, he's already getting solicited for sex because he's posting shirts, pictures with no shirts and underwear on. Um... First of all. I mean, I genuinely do understand like him being all over the place because he just got out of prison. But why we got to report on it every second? Bobby Smyrna just blinked his right eyelash. Let him lay down. That was sad. Has this man even took a nap yet? They said, bro, had got straight out, got some oxtails. They had him in the bed with these four white women. Quavo picked him up in a private jet. He had a party. And this is all cool. I get it because I have, um, unfortunately, I've been to several uh, welcome home parties. Um, not unfortunately. I'm glad they're out, but I'm saying the fact they was in there to begin with. But it's just a whole lot. And maybe it's just because. Why y'all didn't have me no welcome home party? We thought she was going to go right back. I just. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never went to prison, child. I'm talking about folks who don't did bids. That was a bid. Okay. okay. I mean, you was there for a little while. All right, while. all right. You mad. Well, let, we could throw one. Let's throw one. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I I get it. Folks do the most. They do a lot. And obviously, somebody who just got out of prison did what seven years is not caring about no social distancing or COVID. I get it. Do what you gotta do. Be safe. But I absolutely do understand. Um, but yeah, it's just like they report every second. And it's interesting now. Obviously, we're not from New York, and I don't understand the impact of New York music. But in my eyes, Bobby Smurder had one song. So it's like, where did this come from? Is it because he didn't snitch? I didn't understand that. Yeah. Um. 
I was going to make a I was going to make a problematic tweet about that yesterday, but I kept it to myself. But on all these podcasts, we say whatever we want to say. <laughs> this is a safe space for us. And if you got a problem with what I'm about to say, suck my ass. Oh wow! Um, I'm just playing. Um, now I'm just going to say that they treat people who get out of prison better than they treat gays. Okay. All right. But you know, some would that, say different. that. Never mind. You know. Yeah. I don't know. It'd just be weird. I'd be like, I mean, I don't know. I get it because sometimes people really didn't do nothing, and I get not snitching. I I don't know. But you got. I mean, this is not to pick sides between the gay community and the prison community. People have not seen these people in a long time, and so they. Are I don't care. Okay, you're right. My bad. People <laughs> committing crimes sometimes, okay. for the most part. So, I mean, it's not like they're in there for no reason, for the most part. All right. Um, what are we supposed to do now? Not have parties for people to get out of prison and have parties for people who gay. That's what we're supposed to do. Okay. All right. I mean, sure. All right. So, also... Um, I'm, just <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just I'm just playing, but I do be feeling some type of way sometimes. I'm like, girl, y'all. <laughs> Anywho, go ahead. Um, you know, so I did hear uh, recently that by, um that go- governor Governor Kemp is prioritizing teachers for the distribution of the vaccine, which should have been the case. These people literally are still working with kids who go home to their families. So uh, let's see what the progress is with that. I have been reading a lot about um COVID statistics and the cases are decreasing. Thank you, Jesus. The deaths and the cases overall have been decreasing. Um, I think that could be a result of the vaccine as well as, you know, people peeping the vaccine as progress. So now they finally want to do the right thing. Because, before, you know, a year ago it was so chaotic. People just like, whatever, this ain't never going to end. Let's go to the club. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm, and that is a thing I'm grateful for. Um, and aside from that, you know, I'm just so excited about the weather. This ain't shop talk, but the weather in Atlanta today is crispy, baby. I, let me tell you something. I left the house today to go get pick up a um, package from UPS, and I'm talking. About, I heard that. Um, what song do you hear when you ride in a sunny day? Da-da-da, in California, California. No sign of body. Yeah, that song. That's the song I heard. So I was like, let me open up the sunroof. It's random flowers and whatever it is coming from the sky flying in my car. Now I thought it was a bug. When I tell you, I must hit that median. Oh Jesus. Oh my God. I know. All right. Anyway. All right. Allergies on the way. Per, you know, a segment that we have been skipping over the last couple of weeks is tweets from the streets. Oh, can I just say, if anybody's feeling very generous with their money, um, I really would enjoy this Rihanna book um, that she just recently came out with. And it's really large and it's very beautiful. Um, I feel like I really need it, but it's $1,500. Um yeah so if you're feeling generous all right y'all so the tweet from the street this week (laughs) okay uh it says it's somebody tweeted the person name is nini the dancer underscore i got the job and i only applied yesterday and somebody retweeted and said they about to have you selling knives and i was curious to know if you ever had any experience with vector no i haven't i've heard of it because um um amber I think it's to do something with Vector a long time ago. 
Mm-hmm. I think she put me on to it one time, but after what's funny, so she told me about it. So y'all, y'all don't know Vector is basically this door to door cutlery uh, or knife selling company. They have been around for a very, very long time. I mean, decades. Um, but it's one of those companies where you apply for the job and somehow right when you hit submit, you got an interview schedule and it's literally that fast. So I remember one time I was looking for a job. This was before college probably. And I had applied, but I had spoke to somebody else who was like, hey, don't you do it. Don't you do it. This is what you're going to be doing. You're going to be, it's funny because I've never been approached by a vector salesperson. So where are they selling that? And then on top of that, to, to do the job, you have to buy your birth, your first set of knives. That's probably where they sales come from. The new employees who think they're going to be selling some knives, but I've never seen vector knives on the shelves, but I just thought it was funny because I just remember my time um, applying for a job at vector. And I remember when I was in college, they would be on campus recruiting and they would never be clear about how much the pay was. They'd be like, how much? I remember the girl was like, mm, 17, 18. And you just doing regular sales. But you know, when they be super vague about this job, it's always a sales. So I thought that yeah. was funny. It's the same thing with um what's the shit called? Um the Bitcoin shit the girls be selling online. What? Trying to get people sign sign up with what is it called? Forex? Forex. Well, to be clear, Forex is a, its own entity and it's real. It's some people that work in the Forex groups who be doing all that. Sign up, pay this. Maybe all those little pyramid schemes, to be honest, man. All those, they make it sound like this amazing thing. Oh, do you remember um, Wake Up Now? Mm-mm. Honey, so I don't even want them to, to be doing, I don't even want them listening trying to send us a recruiter email. So that's <laughs> on, that's I, um, I, I always loved the work Ponzi scheme and I ain't never know what it was until people was playing that um that um game on Instagram, the positive game, like in the beginning of the pandemic, it was playing like um bingo on Instagram, remember? And oh yeah. Listen, this front this this pandemic has been long. We had a lot a lot of stuff so going on. I have a a person that I know whose partner was doing it. And he was like trying to recoup his money so bad. He was asking any and everybody. First of all, anybody that participated in that, I'm sorry, I, you. Why? My friends did it, and they was like, "You, we made the thing is, it, it could be legit for people that play their part, but some people don't pay their money, and now you ain't got nothing, Dodo. And the person who recruited you just recouped their money through you, and the cycle continues. But yes, oh my God. So yes, oh my God. That I never knew what a Ponzi scheme was, and I because I, I think Nene said it on the Housewives one time, and I just never let it go because she's so country. Like because you, you want to be up there doing Ponzi schemes. Oh my God. To be <laughs> honest, though. It's a lot of. I mean, honestly, I think I don't know. I could be wrong. I won't use bedroom candy, but I'll say. Um, pure romance and pure true pure romance parties you basically have to like invest in your kid you have these events the events be like four hundred dollars and then you recoup money by the sales that you have it's like uh, a lot of a lot of these little businesses be like the avon might be considered one of them oh, for sure. it's so funny mary Kay, <clears throat> and it's so funny because i think we talked about pyramid schemes and stuff on this show but it's so interesting the the people who selling it, they they turn into a different kind of person. Like the way they talk to you, the way they it act. make you not even want to be their friend. The people that selling this this tea, this uh these sachets, these uh oh, what's that stuff? Nutribers. Mm-hmm. All y'all are punzes. We're punzel. Is that a word? They is now. Stamp. Oh, okay. And just so y'all know, today is February twenty fifth. So if y'all come up with that word after today. I said it first. So anyway, okay, cool. So let us get into Ponzi. 
<laughs> you put it on a shirt. Puns is no, no, thank you. <laughs> but no, okay. So for this week's topic, Draco had another topic for us. I'm gonna let him introduce it or whatever. I don't know how you wanna. Uh, I don't know how I'm gonna bring this to the table. So, <laughs> um, so me and Alicia were having a conversation before we started the episode. We were trying to figure out what we were gonna talk about. So I was explaining to her. I was just trying to get her advice on if I should mind my business or not, okay? So as of recently, I think that people have been very, very, very sex positive over the years. It's just become like um, a known thing to just be kind of open about your sexuality, um, uh, whether, you know, what you what type of sexual practices you do in the bedroom. Everything has just been very, very, very open and very mm-hmm. like, you know, everybody been free about it which Very is cool. carefree yeah yeah basically you said it right yeah so i mean like i actually like that like i'm i feel like it makes people including myself just feel more comfortable in talking about sex and just you know getting advice from people just you know and people just being more comfortable with it because we're in reality um especially when when dealing with men black men in particular it's a lot of stuff that they enjoy and they have to go out and seek it from other places because they're afraid of being judged by their partner or people that they're dating or just people that are around. Um, so I feel like as of now, you know, a lot of people are getting more comfortable with that. But that's besides the point, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, my question came in because I was having a, a conversation with one of my friends who I think is a sex addict, okay? And I feel like whenever these conversations are brought up, people are always like, you need to just mind your business. That has nothing to do with you. In reality, it doesn't. It has nothing to do with me. But I feel like when you have somebody that you care about, whether it's a friend, family member, and you find out that they're doing things that may be a little bit reckless and just all over the place, especially if you know that they're better than that. Or I look at stuff like that for me, I look at stuff like that as like signs of mental illness or uh, that's not funny. No, it's not. You're tripping. Why are you laughing? Wow. Uh, I look at that as signs of like mental illness or like you have something going on and you're just, you're, that's, this is the way that you're coping with it by doing these things because it's extreme like it's like some extreme shit and i, I don't want to get into detail but i was explaining to alicia and i'm like am i tripping for think for you know just trying to talk this person out of this or trying to advise them to talk to a therapist or something because i feel like this is just entirely too much but uh i think what i'm trying to get at the topic for us today is at what point do you make it your business because people always say this is none of your business blah 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 but at what point do you make it your business because if something were to happen to them in the long run or and it could be something that they could have prevented just by being um more careful and and not be so carefree um and you feel, I feel, I don't know. I know I can't be Captain Save a for everybody. No pun intended. But, um. You ain't had to go that far. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> Say less. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I know I can't save everybody, but I feel like when it comes to stuff like that and, you know, just being a close friend or a family member or 
just somebody that you love and you just have a conversation with them and just let them know, you know, what you're doing. I don't think, honestly, you probably think that it's fun and you're enjoying yourself, but this is reckless. And yeah. I think you should kind of like relax a little bit because you, I just don't want to see nothing happen. Yeah. What so, point do you make it your business to say stuff like that? So I think this is a very complicated um topic. Not like we can't talk about it, but it's one of those things where I don't think you can address them all the same way. I think that um, for me, first things first, if I have a friend who wasn't, if it wasn't clear to me that they were living this particular lifestyle or making these particular decisions, I think that I would probably mention it on the first notice of it, especially if we have a good relationship. Like, let's say, like I had a friend that I was friends with for a long time. Everything was cool. Then I noticed mm-hmm. she just was like messing with a lot of like, I'm like, girl, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Da, 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 da. And if she explained it to me and it it don't seem like what I thought, okay, I'm going to let it ride because I, I addressed it and now I'm going to see. We see each other. But I think yeah. if it's, but I also think that, um, well, we don't. Right. Because what well, is the thing too? I was, what I was going to initially say is a lot of times when people are doing things that I don't approve of, or I think is weird, I honestly tend to distance myself to begin with. So even though I don't say nothing, because some people like you, like we, we are at the point where we're really grown and people are a lot, most, for the most part, people are not doing things unknowingly. Like they are well aware of the decisions they make and the risk. And if you say something about it, they don't want to hear it. It's just like, you know, let me do what I want to do. So on one hand, I'm like, okay, they grown mind your business, but if it, if it's, if it's hurtful to their life or other lives i feel like when it's when it's a point where it makes you uncomfortable then you need to say something now how you say it how you say it is a whole nother whole nother topic because it's kind of like what can you say without offending that person because if let's say if a person is having a lot of sex and they love it they're doing very particular freaky things it's like well sex isn't illegal you know what i'm saying it's like are you using protection because then i don't know it's just it's just weird it's like i would just be like I think I would try to understand it first. You know what I'm saying? Be like, so what, when you do that, like what makes you do that? Is it because you're single? You know what I'm saying? Try to get to understand it because I don't think that's a right way to approach somebody about a habit without them like taking it the wrong way. Yeah. And I think that for me, I don't want it to sound like I'm just policing that sexual activity because it's not that like you can do whatever you want to do. You're single, you, you, you know, whatever, you're a grown person. But I think that when, when the reason why I say it's like reckless is because you're out here in the literally in the streets doing stuff for randos and like in the most random places and it's not safe like you can easily get caught and go to jail and now you have a criminal record of public indecency and now you have to register as a sex offender it gets deep you know what i'm saying yeah. and i'm like you gotta chill and that's because- not something you want on your record like it could it, i mean honestly even a slight misunderstanding could become a sex offense you know a sex offender yeah because there's a lot of people that are registered sex offenders and realistically, they probably didn't even do much. Yeah, or they could have just searched thinking. somebody's butt at the club and that's sexual assault. Exactly. I mean, not that that's not okay. I mean, not, not that that's a small thing, but it's it's like that one title applies to all things, you know, in that aspect. Yeah. So you just don't want to, because it's not going to basically tell, like when you get registered as a sex offender, it's not going to say level one, level two, level three. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's not going to have tears of, of what a sex, what you did. It's just gonna have you register, so you you're gonna be in the same category as child molesters, rapists, um, all type of things. And honestly, you probably wouldn't even doing nothing like that. That's what my that's what I come in at because in my head I'm like you're better than that, and you don't want to be in that category. Like if you're gonna do something, you need to do something that a is safe and 
speed legal. <laughs> now, when you, you talk know, to them about this, though, do you are you saying it to them in a way to make them stop? I guess that would be my question, too, because it's like, OK, so if I'm about to address this with this person, I don't expect them to just stop it right here and right now. But what am I looking to gain from their behavior after this? When I bring it up piece by piece, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to bring it all to the table, but I think that I kind of just really unloaded on them this week. Because every time I would bring something to the table, they would brush it off or act like they don't know what I'm talking about or it's not that deep. Yeah, and it's probably because and they I'm know like, it's okay. probably not the smart thing to be doing. So they just yeah. Like, so when yeah, I people brought... don't like being held accountable, and not that not that they need to be held accountable, but they don't like to be faced with their decision making. Yeah, if that makes and sense. I, and I explained to them, and, and you know, when I brought it up, and I said, I just want you to understand that. I'm not coming at you at a judgmental or in a judgmental tone, and I'm not coming at you as a judgmental person. I'm coming to you as as a concerned as friend. A woman. I'm not that. I don't have that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm coming to you as a concerned friend, and I just want I don't want nothing to happen to you. And then it could be something that I could have prevented just by trying to look out for my friend. Now I'm like, it doesn't have to work that way because I understand you're grown. You're going to continue to do it if you want to do it. But I said, but I'm like, you know. I wouldn't be a good friend if I didn't come to you and at least try to talk to you about it. You, you know, know that's very mature of you because I will just cut them off, I think. You know what? So I've learned that I, I I approach situations like that and a lot of times things could be looked at, could could be fixed if I just talk it out. Like, I'm just not a person that likes to talk things through. I'm like, honestly, if I don't see it, I don't see it by yeah, that, but, you know that's me. I don't even if, but you know what I'm saying. Like, blurry, I, I, I don't, don't like to it. do that to people that I care about because I try to one for one put myself in their shoes and just try to see like how they were raised. Like I go deep. Like I try to see like how they were raised, how they talk, how they, what their relationship with their parents is like, what their relationships with their siblings are like. Like, um, I do that after I cut them off. I'd be like, that must have been because her auntie used to be. Oh my God. <laughs> like signs of abuse, like they were abused yeah, as a child, yeah. like different things. I try to like take all of that into consideration. And then once I, you know, ex- express myself and try to help them through it, if it's still to a point where it makes me uncomfortable, that's when I'll be like, you know what? I'm not really, a f- I can't really. Yeah. Um, man, I really don't even know. So I know someone, uh, I mean, I guess you could say we friends, we know each other, but they, um, a long time ago, they expressed to me that they like participate in random acts of sex. And by random acts, it's like one of those things where you can make a certain eye contact with somebody and they know exactly what you mean. Do you remember when we was younger? Yes. There was, you know what I'm about to say? No, but I'm saying that's kind of how my friend does. I want to just talk about this quick. It, it's kind of irrelevant, I guess. But I remember when we was younger, there was somebody who got caught in the airport who had some kind of popularity. And they were participating in this thing where if they put your foot, their foot under the door. It's called cruising. Oh, so they still do it. Okay, got it. But, cruising, um, cruising is very, very, very popular. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to just say that I'm a very, 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 very curious person. Okay. I know that's um, right, Draco. You better get your rocks off. No, no, no. I, I, it's not even that. I think that I genuinely be want to know, like, what, wh- like, what people get out of certain things, mm-hmm. and where does it come from? Like, because th- it's so weird to me. And the only reason why I be looking into it is because 
I've walked in on a few situations that just really made me uncomfortable to the point where I don't even like to use public bathrooms like that unless I'm going mm. in there with my friends. Yeah. Um, I had an incident when I was walking that I was at Cumberland Mall and <laughs> I, went to, I went to the bathroom and it was the food court bathroom. Apparently that's a cruising spot for men and they were, it was a lot going on in there. They was doing like like all the stars had men in there and they, the doors were open and they were like collectively masturbating. And I walked in on it and I walked in on it and I'm like, I mean, you can look at me and tell that I'm attracted to me. When they first walk in, like, how do you know who to call? Well, the way the bathroom is set up, the stars are in the back of the bathroom. So you walk to to the urinals at first. The first thing that I think about when I see stuff like that is that this is the reason why I will never, if I ever have kids, I could never let them go in the bathroom by themselves. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Ever, I mean, ever. You ever, know, ever. one of our old coworkers was in a situation like this. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what the, like, what if my child was in there or my nephew or my niece or somebody walked in and saw some shit like that? I would go crazy. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know what I'm saying? So even with me alone, just walking in on something like that, it just made me so uncomfortable. Like, I think about, I've walked in on situations like that plenty of times i walked in on stuff like that um in macy's before in like i don't know if i've ever if i've ever experienced that i must have been really oblivious like even even we were younger i never said nothing but like even when we used to get out of school or like get off work and we go to the underground the Mm -hmm. underground bathroom was a cruising spot i didn't know nothing about that when i was younger you was out there cruising while i was in there getting samples of chicken teriyaki that's crazy I wasn't cruising nothing. You was part. I was just trying to pee. You like hold on, skirt, skirt. If you ever notice, if you ever notice when I use bathrooms in public, I would literally go to the family bathroom. I never noticed. It was never. A, you know, you wasn't even out to me technically, so I didn't know nothing. You just left me in the dark. You just left me and BB out in the dark. Well, we had new though. This ain't got nothing to do with me right now. <laughs> no, okay, let's get back to the subject. Let's get back to the subject. But I'm just saying, like in general. So when things like that happen, I'm just like, I mean, like it's certain parks people go to, um, the airport bathroom. Yeah. Oh, that's what exactly what I was about to get at. My friend who said they participate in these random acts said that he he it's a guy. He said he did it in a bathroom at the airport, and he told me that um that he has gone to a park and did it like on a bench. It's just like yeah. What is and it's to me it's just so Art bathrooms like stuff like that. I do not go to. I would literally pee on a tree. They be doing it on a tree too. I think for me, and this is obviously because I guess I live a different lifestyle. But is there no fear? Like I know y'all not using protection every time. It's just not likely. But is is there not a fear of catching something? You know what I'm saying? It's just I don't know. But see, pregnancy. a lot of times, lot of times when people do cruising, they're not actually having sex. Like actual intercourse, they're not even touching each other. It's more so like a mutual masturbation type thing, if I'm not mistaken. But how do you know if the other but person's doing it if they in the other like, stall? If you're a cruiser and you're listening, please it, message us because I'm genuinely interested. I'm not trying to be funny. Well, I'll be finding like cruising pages on Twitter. I, I don't be wanting to send you stuff like that because no, I'm please don't because it's gonna mess up my algorithm. And I'll be doggone. I open up Instagram and some cruisers and they they ain't talking about Chevy. Um, I know people. <laughs> I hope people who listen to this ain't be like, "This boy is really spilling tea." He don't need to be telling people that. I'm sorry. What I mean, I, I, like I learned to... from it on the news, and I'm pretty sure. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of things that happen in day to day life that we wouldn't consider normal that people know about. And you, people exposed on this little old podcast, is not gonna change the game for y'all. So keep cruising, but be safe. Put your seatbelt on. Uh, nah, but um, I just look at stuff. I'm like, damn, like 
it'd be certain like train platform train station platforms like because these people know the spots like people who do that they know what spots to go to yeah they know what spots to go to and they know you know so it's like if you see somebody just there and they're not moving like if you you if you see somebody just standing in a stall in the bathroom and they're not using the bathroom they just stand you know if they're using it or not though i mean i be too busy trying to make sure i don't sit on the seat i guess i don't be paying no attention are you gonna stand in the stall with your pants to your ankles and your back turned to the toilet what are you doing you can't do number two like that and you can't do number they one they probably thinking they probably have they pants and they drawers and they ankle to their ankle Man, and they I don't know. i've never been to men's well i have been to men's bathroom but i ain't never been to men's i don't bathroom. even use the gym bathroom when i go to the gym i bathroom. cannot believe this is like the gym showers thing. is like the worst so with this in mind why what makes you look at your friend different is it because you know one in real a cruiser in real life yeah, I'd be like, because he, I mean, he he's into so much stuff that I'm just like. How did you find out about this? I think, I know you told well, me. I found out because for one, um, word of mouth, like I've, yeah. I've heard situations of like people just saying like, oh, your friend was at this one party we was in. I'm like, what kind of party was that? Or like, I've had friends or I've had, I mean, because I mean, we all in the same community. People talk. Yeah, and yeah. And then like, we're friends. And so he he's open to me about it. It's not like he keeps a lot of stuff a secret, but I think when it gets that extreme, of course, he didn't tell me. I just find out on my own and I brought it up to him. He was like, people talk too much. Like, how do you even know this? And then now he's <laughs> How, how did no ball over there? Yeah. So now they opened up. And but the good thing is he is at least, op- like, it's not like he's trying to hide it per se. I mean, no. there's some stuff hidden. So I think that makes it easier to have. But he'll literally call me after he do it. And I'm like, oh God. Oh, how does that make you his, feel? You his trusted advisor. Yeah, but it also makes me uncomfortable because I don't want him to be doing that. Yeah, I, I agree. So in that situation, because he has at least brought it to your attention, it's not like he's hiding it from you per se. Maybe he's hiding some things, but not all of it. I will legit be like, look, man, I'd be worried about you when you out here on these strolls, for real, for real. Last thing I want to happen to you is this, 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 and this. So I watched this show. Okay, there's this British girl named Zizi Mills. She has a YouTube show on, um, I was about to say a YouTube show on YouTube. But like, this week she had a, a guest who was sex trafficked at six and um it really changed my perspective on sex freedom it really did and um the reason why is because the way that they were exploiting this young lady i mean she's an adult now and they were just a lot of things that they were doing it just makes me fearful of people like okay i agree that people should be sex positive you should do exactly what you want to do i don't think there's anything wrong with that if you want to sell it be safe you know all these things i you know but I, it just makes me worry that they become more susceptible or vulnerable to something happening to them yeah and you know i remember it's been a couple times when i used to work in a mall that i would get approached by like certain types of people and i always used to wonder what was that about they would come up to me and they'd be like chanel Brittany, as if they're looking for somebody they probably don't know you know i don't know i just used to feel they were scouting basically and one of my friends she had actually gotten a card from this asian lady who was like hey we looking for like massage girls and then you, the card got a website you go to the website it's like very vague anyway for me it's just because sex trafficking is so high and extreme especially in atlanta it does make me now worry knowing what i've learned that like 
you can't tell who from what you know what i'm saying you don't know who's doing it against their will you don't know who's doing it for themselves it's kind of scary and i don't know i mean again some of it's none of my business if somebody's doing it willingly but it does kind of makes it easier for this stuff to be very in our face and we not have a, like an idea about it yeah and people you know we obviously don't feel like people should be sexualized because they want to act the look or be a certain kind of way but that is happening and it's like, what about the dangers today? I don't know. And I'm still kind of working through my thoughts on it because the episode was so traumatizing. I just couldn't believe the stuff that she was saying happened to her. I mean, I believe it, obviously, but it was just so shocking to me. And it's like, dang, like this could be all these people that we know, OnlyFans. You know, it's just, I don't know. It was just interesting, but. Do that a lot with drugs too. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really a, a person that has a problem with weed. I used to smoke weed. It's not for me. I do like CBD and I do eat edibles from that like sometimes. I had but, two CBD gummies left, four, and they were all nasty. It tasted like weed. I might as well ate a blunt, but go ahead. <laughs> I don't Did they like, work though? I don't, I mean, I get no, they didn't. Actually, I took them for my migraines and I'm just like, what the freak? I'd rather have a headache. What the heck is this? Um, but um, I've had a situation where um, one of my one of our friends, our old friends, were were sick, and um, a part of the uh, their sickness was they had bronchitis, and mm. so I was talking to a group of our other friends, and, and they were hiding this illness from us. So I told them, I said, "Hey, I don't think this person is is well." Um, I said I've had a lot the person of I sent you a picture of that time when I seen him. This is the one who used to work with you. Yes, remember I sent when I first saw him and I sent you that picture, and I was like, he looks sick, like I something was wrong. Yes, okay. and the thing is, I have had family members that have certain illnesses, and I can tell, like, you when you have certain illnesses, you can look at somebody and tell, like, something ain't right. Yeah. Hair texture change, skin colors change. I mean, like a lot of different things. And I'm like, they didn't look well. And then they yes, ended he up- looked like a complete, I mean, like I knew it was him, but I knew it was like a completely different person. Yeah, it was weird. Like genetic makeup, everything was different. Yeah. So um I was telling him, I'm like, yeah, and he has like really bad like coughing, probably like lung problems or something. So they were saying that they invited him over to smoke. <laughs> And I said, oh my God. Yeah, he used to cough a lot. And it was like, yeah, he wanted to smoke weed. And I was like, why the fuck would you let him smoke? Like, why would you do that? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I know they cussed me out. Because, you know, I worked with him up until literally until he passed away. And he was very sick. Yeah. And and I was mad. Like, I started going off and they cussed me out. They was like, oh my God. They crawl. You can do whatever you want. And dude, I'm like, but I'm like, so you would literally do something to harm him. And so, um, basically, okay, I don't, I don't mean, well, I, I guess I can't say it because I want to just say how, what they said to me that was just so fucking offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, um, I, I expressed to them what I think, what I felt was going on with them. And they were like, how you going to say that about somebody you don't know? Um, I the heard. Long that, time, that's what it was. Yeah. Wow, it, I was 100% right. I mean, I get people wanted to protect somebody. I totally understand that. But don't you try to go off on me. I feel like, huh? Don't be in denial and don't go off on me for trying to help. Exactly. You know, now it's one thing, exactly, especially considering how close this person was in like y'all's relationship. A lot of people, he was close with a lot of people. So 
I think that it is one thing to protect that person's business. Yes, I don't think it's fair to be going around telling somebody what somebody's illness is if it didn't come out of their mouth. However, if if I bring it up, there's a way to go about that. You know what I'm saying? It should be like, I don't know what's going on. You know, I don't know. It's just, instead of being super defensive, especially if you're one of the people contributing to the part of it, like the reason why he's having the reactions he's having, it's like, okay, you're not helping the situation. Do you know they taught me, they was like, well, one of the symptoms is a big belly too, so you need to go check yourself. <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, people be hitting below the belt when they wrong that's crazy and that oh my god that makes me so i felt so bad for him like i just and i was i ain't know nothing i'm just like something so you know i have a little brother that passed from cancer he went through chemo and chemo changes your look drastically so i thought yeah. that his his side of to me the way he looked like was somebody who had been through Same chemo. side effects but i always tell people i'm like usually if people have cancer they will say it no shade well uh chadwick bozeman didn't maybe yeah. they don't want to be i mean sometimes people don't want they don't want um sympathy but i agree they might say something i mean it's just it's because it's one of those things you sick so much you kind of got to account for like your absences because he was missing work a lot and i just didn't know what was going on i never bothered to ask because I could tell something sensitive was going on, but I never yeah. suspected what the real cause was. I don't know. I think about all that type of stuff when when it comes to um, when I see my, my friends do reckless things. And I'm like, you know, I've been through this. I've been down this road four or five times with friends and family members, and it never ended well. Do you feel obligated to remain their friend to see through see them through this issue? Like, do you feel guilty? Uh, if you put them I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. I actually was after the conversation, and I realized that they didn't want to do anything to to change it. Like, I don't want. I don't want you to feel obligated to change just because I want you to change. Mm-hmm. But in the same breath, I just don't want to have that burden over my shoulder as my friend and just always thinking about that. And then you not doing this and so better yourself like that makes me not even want to be around you for real yeah i think all that comes into play i agree i think that I sometimes i also be feeling bad because i don't want to i don't want it to be a situation where it's like oh draco just, just doesn't want to be my friend because i do this like that sounds very i mean but what's wrong with that honestly because are you going to be friends with somebody who steals from people that you're close to or somebody who's like abusing drugs so much that they're getting in car accidents or they're doing disrespectful things to people? I think at some point people need to be held accountable. And I think that remaining their friend and supporting and having in case by case can be coddling or enabling. You know what I'm saying? If 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 you need everybody to cut you off because of your, your issues, then maybe that's what you need to see to realize how much of a negative impact is happening. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. a lot of times people kind of like try to reaffirm folk that there's somebody be like, like, let's say somebody who, um, who drinks a lot and every time they drink, they get into an accident, they get into a fight, they break stuff, throw up, whatever. People be like, I mean, as long as you drink around folks you trust or it ain't like you out here doing crack. And it's like, no, the problem is you're an alcoholic. You like these, and it's okay to drink alcohol clearly, but you need to realize your limits and what it's making you do when you get to this point. Like, I think that all that contributes to it. Now we are all grown people make wise decisions, but sometimes people, you know, we, me and you both, we've grown up and look back and being like, I wish somebody would have told me about this when I was uh, younger. For sure. But it's also on the same hand. It's like when something happens, they'll be like, why why his friends let him do that but sometimes you can't what are you supposed to do yeah it's such a complex i don't even know where my stance is on it because i feel like i it's so it's so case by case it's so sensitive it's just like i unfortunately for me when i've had these situations i just watch from a distance because i don't like i'm kind of i'm super zero tolerance on so many things that i can say something but 
I just cannot go on. Like, it's going to make me not want to be around you certain times. I want to invite you, especially if what I'm doing is a certain thing that I feel like might showcase that thing you're doing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really judgy, though. I'm not going to lie. So it's just like, <laughs> I mean. I'm trying come- not to because I've definitely, I've definitely been a very, very, very judgmental person. And so I just sat down and sat in my own shit. And I'm just like, honestly. Just looking at looking back on this on some stuff that I've done in the past, even some stuff that I've done two days ago. But how far? I'm about to say, how long ago do you consider past? Because if you was 2021, it's like you can't even think about that because that was a time where you yeah. should have been learning. But now we in but our 30s. Like, you know, certain things that I've done recently, I'm like, what you doing? Like, I ain't doing nothing crazy now. I seen you in that. No mind. Say it. You was in that cruise shop. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you know, Tom Cruise. <laughs> it was the Carnival Cruise. Okay, Cruise Line. You did what I'm saying. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Do you think that you might have some some things that you do that people be like, I don't want to be Draco friend anymore because he be doing this. Um, it would it would it would have to be me being judgmental. Sometimes oh. they probably feel like I'm judgmental because I look down on a lot of stuff, and it, it don't even be me looking down on it. I guess it's just me like I don't know. I just feel like I'm older, and I've just be feel like certain stuff is things that are are things that we should have been doing as a kid or or experience as we were younger. Should be past it by now. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like that's just childish, and I'm I don't know. Like I, my friends tell me all the time that they feel like I'm judgmental, but I'm like I'm not. I just be feeling like I care too much, but that makes me not even want to say nothing. Don't even want to be around because I don't even want to have to deal with that. Yeah, I'm definitely judgmental, but I will say my friends are not the people that have to worry about me judging because the people I judge, I already cut them off. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about you. I know, I know. I mean, I can't even say I'm not proud of it because I literally don't care. It doesn't negatively impact me. So, you know, maybe one day in life I'll be like, dang, I wish I had a hundred friends. And I do have a hundred friends somehow, some kind of way, but not close friends. Until that's why I ask you for money. Okay, hello, goodbye. Literally, that's the the conversation. So I guess the moral of the story is, you know, if if your friend is, or someone you care about is doing something that could be dangerous to themselves or others you should absolutely bring it up you know and they may not want to hear it and you may not even want to have that conversation but the last thing you want is them to be in a situation where they cannot hit reverse and i don't mean that because of the cruise thing but you don't want them to be in a situation where you feel partly responsible because you enabled it yeah exactly that's why i met with it now if i tell you and you still do it and it happening i don't do me you sure don't and you don't either next caller just don't tie me to it. Okay, they be like, well, you know he be hanging with Draco. I'm sure folks be saying that. I know. That's, <laughs> what, that's another reason why I be like, hello? <laughs> Consider your surroundings. They be like, you know he do makeup. They ain't the only thing he be making up. You know he be out there in LA with them um, folks. With them yank yanks. Oh my goodness. Oh, well, all right. Well, uh, do you have anything else to add to the situation at hand? Let's talk about how you can't do shit for a bitch. Okay, for them puppies. Huh? <laughs> huh? Well, all right then. So by the time we have another episode, will you be back in Georgia, or you think you do you know what your life is looking like? Um, as of now, I will be. Okay. Okay. Yeah, actually, because okay. I, I come back on next week on Tuesday, but I'm gonna be coming from San Diego. 
and I know I'm gonna be tired, so that's why I'm like, let's just go ahead and do this episode. Oh my God, I wish I could go to San Diego. My um, my old roommate lives there, and I just want to drive down to Tijuana and cross right back over, so I can say I went to Mexico. <laughs> I'll do that. No, I don't want to turn into a mule. I I was supposed to do the last time I went to the Bay. I, I think I was in San San. I don't know, but they were saying Mexico was ten minutes down the road. Yeah, it was definitely in San Diego because the bay is not close to San Diego. It's like seven hour drive. Oh, maybe they were from the bay. Yeah, probably. No, I was in San Jose. San Jose is in the bay. <laughs> That's where I used to live. Oh, I was in San Jose then, so it was the bay. Yeah, you weren't close to Mexico though, honey, because I would have went. Okay. Oh, whatever they were trying to add Mexico. San Diego is what's at the it's at, it's at the border. Oh, Maybe they had a Mexican bar and lounge. <laughs> they were saying like they had went to Mexico the night before and got drunk. Yeah, you might have been in San Diego. Cause no, we went. My roommate when I lived in San Jose. San okay, because I'm about to say my roommate went to San Jose on tour. Okay, there you go. Okay, because because that, that's when, cause, okay yeah because we went to that's near Oakland. Yes. Kind of. Okay, yeah. I mean, yes, it's it's not far. It's like an hour, but it's in the Bay. It's all the Bay Area. Mm, but San Jose okay. is definitely at least seven hours because my roommate's husband drove from San Diego to see us in the Bay or see her. Um, I heard that sweetie from from one of them parts. She's not from the she's not from the Bay. She, from she the- is literally from where I live, Santa Clara, which is next to Santa Santa Clara and San Jose is like College Park and East Point. But it's like very nice. It's not the hood. It's not the hood, but I bet you it's some parts that people would say was the hood, but it's literally not. I, I remember walking like, okay, this ain't the nicest part, but it's definitely not hood. But it was very, it was very nice. Where I lived was very, I mean, it's not, it's not that big of a city, but it's, it's no, it's no hood. If you ask me the hood, people would probably say is in Oakland. Yeah. Well, I'm going there. In San Francisco. And I'll be back on the second, whenever that is, or the third, <laughs> second or the third. Then I have to go to Vegas on the 13th. Okay, okay. All right, well, safe travels. Maybe we'll... Sisterhood, um... sisterhood on the tra- of traveling pants. Okay, goodbye. Anyway, all right, y'all. See you next week or whatever week is going to be. Oh, next month. You'll never know because this episode is going to come out next week, but you don't know what week that is. Oh. Ah, my games, baby girl. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye, guys. <laughs>